for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Taylor Hughes. How's it going today, Taylor? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing really well. Just kind of glad work is over and it's like just relaxed time right now. So oh, I totally understand. I'm I've been going nonstop. It feels like for six months now. And uh with my single coming out this weekend, <laughs> I'm just got interview after interview. And yeah. by, by this weekend, I'll be able to kind of relax for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> It, it was so funny like as we were trying to get this together you were like oh i got so much or like i was originally trying to get it for like thursday or friday yeah and you were like oh, i got so much i was like well what's your schedule on wednesday because i you know it's i knew what today was going to be at work and i was just like right. but it's the only chance i got to get her let's do this i'll put work aside and yeah well so. i appreciate you uh, squeezing me into your schedule because i'm sure you're just as busy so i wanted to make sure we could do this <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure you know because having like, for, like uh, before we jumped out here uh i told you like i've been following you on instagram for a while and just kind of listening to the music that you have out there now mm -hmm. it's just like absolutely incredible so any chance Thank i you. get to jump on some of like like my favorite music that i'm listening to currently and then as they get like new music out it's just like it's so much fun to, to get to sit down and talk to uh musicians that i've been listening to and you know yeah, so. absolutely well i appreciate you spinning my songs that makes me feel good that makes me yeah. very happy <laughs> yeah for sure for sure so you're originally from lexington kentucky what was a uh, what was growing up in lexington like yeah, so um, there's not a huge uh, music scene <laughs> where I'm yeah. from. Um, there are like musicians and stuff, and there's mm -hmm. a few venues that have music, but it just wasn't really something that um, I really dived into until mm -hmm. I got older. Um, it's a beautiful state. Everyone knows yeah. it for horseback riding, you know, racing and yeah. bourbon, of course, and occasionally Kentucky Fried Chicken. A lot of people say that too, <laughs> but. Um, I was, um, I always loved uh, music. I was surrounded by it my whole life. Um, you know, grew up in a home that my mom was a singer um, back in the day and we always had music playing in the house. Um, and I was involved in choir and stuff like that, but I never really told anyone this was what I wanted to do mm -hmm. uh, until I got towards the end of my high school career. Um, mm -hmm. I was heavily involved in athletics. Um, I was a volleyball player, very hardcore, uh, played all year round, <laughs> had plans on going to college on a volleyball scholarship. And I actually had a career ending knee or injury, mm -hmm. which is what set me on my course back to music. And um, I, I think I was probably about 18 um, when my parents truly found out that like I could sing and mm. uh, this is what I wanted to do. And my guitar coach um, brought me down to Nashville and I played for a Comcast called Nashville Spotlight. Um, it's at the Nashville Palace, which is still a really popular venue here in town. And it kind of, you know, we went down there not knowing what was going to happen and it went great. You know, my parents were like, are you lip singing? And I was like, yeah. no, 
this is me yeah so that's kind of how i got my start and we started coming back to nashville um periodically um for the show and then once i hit you know 21 i was able to start getting into the bar scene and stuff Mm -hmm. and then i moved here six years ago nice that's really cool it's um you know just you always hear those stories. You said that once you turned 21, you started getting into the bar scene. Yeah. I always hear these stories, like these little small towns. Like I was 14, they were sneaking me into the bars just so oh, I could yeah. play a song. And then, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's just a kind of always funny, just like the little different towns and cities. Like, oh, yeah. oh they're going to look the other way. But once you're done singing, get out, go, go, well, go. Well, absolutely. And like, I've heard stories like that from friends of mine too. And honestly, that probably would have been me as well yeah. if I ha- kind of was like, hey, this is what I want to do. But yeah. they didn't even know till I was like almost out of high school. So yeah. kind of like late to the game a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So growing up in Lexington, like just Kentucky in general is a beautiful state. I spent a lot of time in west like western kentucky so like uh, paducah that area um and then i lived in bowling green for a good minute and i never made it that far east to get to like lexington and louisville and stuff but just the state in general i love kentucky like if i could retire there when i'm 70 or whatever i'd retire in kentucky no problem i feel like a lot of people say that it is so beautiful and you know, everyone's super sweet. They yeah. do have like that true, like Southern, like quality about them. Um, but for me, like living there for as long as I did, it yeah. was one of those things where I was like, I love it here, but if I want to do music, like I got to yeah. get out, you know, and yeah. um, make my way to music city, which is what I did. So. Yeah. And I mean, at least Nashville isn't unreasonably far from oh, Lexington. No. It's it's a super easy drive. I do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so. It you know it, it's kind of because I so like I said, growing up in Chicago and it's like an hour, two hour drive was like the end of the world. If I had to drive an hour or two to get anywhere growing yeah. up or when I was like 16 and in high school, it's like, oh man, you mean I gotta drive an hour? Yeah. Yeah. An hour. <laughs> and th- now it's just like I drive an hour to go to work right. or the grocery store. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And like, cause so I lived out in New Mexico for a good minute. It was like four okay. hours to get anywhere. Oh, like, wow. You're like, was, I better stock up on food and yeah. stock up on everything I need. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so it's just like, it, it's funny how your perception on things right. just kind of change. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. oh. So you've been in Nashville now for about six years. How's uh, Nashville kind of cha- challenged you as a musician? Yeah, um, it's challenged me in a lot of ways, actually. Um, one with just being the songwriting aspect mm-hmm. of it. Um, that was a big reason why I wanted to move here was so I could like dig deeper into that mm-hmm. side of thing and collaborate and write with other artists and other songwriters. So I feel like every day that side of it is still challenging me to just be mm-hmm. better and to be more creative um and to meet new people you know whenever i can and to learn and grow and obviously being in such a saturated area of talents like you have to figure out like how to stand out and um i've been very lucky to kind of navigate that a little bit my voice is very unique um and it's a lot deeper than most female (laughs) artists so that that helps me stand out a little bit but you know, I'm always trying to learn um, ways that I can be better in my 
you know, with vocals and guitar yeah. and with songwriting in general. So I feel like um, since day one that I moved here to now, my goals have changed. Mm -hmm. My view on certain things has changed. And I think you all, that just comes with getting older too. You just kind of, not that I'm old, but like <laughs> you, you, you mature, right? Yeah, and yeah. you learn and you experience things. So like, I'd, I'd say it's still, it challenges me every day, but it's something different, something yeah. new. Yeah, for sure. So the reason we're here is to talk about your new single that dropped on Friday the 30th uh jesus in jail which it's been a little bit since you've released a single correct uh, a couple yeah. of years i think it's been a, a little over a year and a half which okay. was not my intention um i actually had intended on releasing a song last year mm -hmm. uh, but we experienced a lot of different health issues in my mm -hmm. family and you know i always say you know life happens and you mm -hmm. kind of have to go with the flow sometimes but i am just so excited that this new song is out yeah. for the world to hear um it's one that i've been holding on to for a while um yeah. we wrote it before covid so like it's just been one that i've always wanted to release um just didn't have the right time and now mm -hmm. it's the right time <laughs> yeah for sure it's I, so you mentioned that you recorded it during covid or before covid so we um, wrote it. I had wrote it with my um, co-writer, Crystal King, back in, I believe it was sometime in 2019. Okay. Um, but I actually didn't even record it till um, this year. Okay, gotcha. I, I had other projects that were already recorded. Yeah. So like, that's why we released those first. And Gotcha. So kind of with there being such a timeline before you even get it into the studio, were you playing it out live? How much of like a maturation process did Jesus in jail go through? Like, was it if from when you originally wrote it, how different is it now? Yeah. Um, so it was one that, like I said, I had, I had held on to it for a while, but mm -hmm. I really didn't play it out much. Um, I was really playing a lot of my stuff that I, is released right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but over the past year or so, I've been playing it a lot more and, um, it's definitely, uh, it's changed a little bit, yeah. uh, especially like vocally, um, mm -hmm. just because, you know, back when we wrote it, I wasn't working with the, the vocal coach I am now. And yeah. she was just like taking me to like new heights. So now yeah. it's cool to kind of work with the arrangement a little bit and spice things up yeah. more yeah. that and. Uh, when we got into the studio, uh, my producer, um, Smith Curry, you know, I, I kind of gave him an outline of what I wanted it to feel yeah. like. And like, he took it in and like instantly the whole band was just like right on par. And I was like, this is insane. Like, it's, it's weird to like hear something like that come to life. Yeah. It's like you have it in writing for so long and it's like, I, I, I want to get it in studio. I want to like see it come to life. And then the moment you hear it, it's like, oh, wow. Like, right. It, 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 yeah. It, so I, I understand where you're coming from there. With Jesus in Jail, it's out now. And it's been four, roughly four, we'll say roughly four years in the making. Uh, what's kind of running through your mind right now that it's out there for all to hear? Um, well, it's always kind of nerve wracking when you like release music, no matter how much of a gap there is between each yeah. song, because
because you always want to try to bring something new, something fresh and something exciting to your fans, mm -hmm. right? And even to fans I don't have yet that I'm hoping to gain from this. And my last release was a love song, mm -hmm. you know, which was totally out of my realm to begin with. Um, so I knew like coming back to, you know, releasing music, I really wanted something that was just going to hit you in the face, you know, and um, it's the, you know, my fans have really been loving this song when I play it live. Um, and then I started doing it with my full band, which made it even like more incredible and people were responding to it really well. So they've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, and the response that I got um, from everyone just even before it was released was mm -hmm. really cool because I think everyone's just kind of been anticipating it and um, to hear it come to life. And I did a few like sneak peeks at live shows yeah. uh, in my hometown where they got to hear That's it live and they were like, oh my gosh, you know, like they were so excited for it. So mm. it's a relief to have it out. Um, yeah. I will say that it's very exciting and it's definitely something that I can check off my goals for the year, um, but it's it's good. And, you know, I'm now that it's out, I just have to push it more and I'm now working on more music. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, you know, exactly where I'm going with this. Um, but <laughs> so Jesus is Jail, it's out now for anybody that wants to listen to it, Spotify, all the streaming platforms with it. There have been a year and a half between releases what's the biggest difference like i mean obviously you said the uh high on something was the previous release that was yeah. kind of like a love song mm -hmm. is there like from your perspective is there like a difference between jesus in jail versus high on something as far as like what you were trying to accomplish what you were uh like the play like is was there something did was there something different between jesus in jail versus high on something yeah, so I think um, when we were releasing High on Something, it was one of those songs that um, my two previous releases were definitely more like edgy, Taylor kind mm -hmm. of thing. And when we released High on Something, it was something that was for me to kind of show a different side of me as an mm -hmm. artist, a little more vulnerability. Yeah. Um, so that was um, something that I was nervous to do as well. Yeah. Some, well the fans aren't used to hearing this this kind of stuff yeah. um, but they responded great to it and it's probably been my most streamed song i think right now and um with jesus in jail it was kind of almost going back to that hey taylor's almost like this outlaw chick mm -hmm. like yeah she's been gone for a little bit but she's back, back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure uh so with jesus in jail are you, i know you said you've got more music in the works and it'll be yeah. coming out uh do you see yourself like do you see yourself doing like a big full project or eplp whatever it is or do you kind of see yourself saying singles because that's kind of where the industry is right now yeah so i kind of ride that line like mm. i've always been super old school like mm. i love when artists release like a whole album i'm the person that goes and buys it and i listen to it front to back back to front and that's what i've always wanted to do um we are in that world though where people mm. want singles so i think right now um i do plan on releasing another single before i do another like big project yeah. but we're working towards hopefully an EP album kind of style things. Yeah. I know a lot, it's something I want to do just mm -hmm. for 
myself, but I also have a lot of fans that are like, when are we getting the album? And I'm like, right. oh, I'll do what, like this yeah. kind of thing. I still, I think there's still a lot of people out there that do want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm definitely not saying I'm not going to do it, um, but I think just right now, the plan is to, you know, release another single, keep, you know, writing mm. until I have, you know, a complete set of like yeah. music that I want to release as a yeah. project. Yeah, that's a weird balancing act that you almost have to do because it's like you you as much as you want to release that full project, if you just put five or six random songs together, is it really an album? Like it, it, yeah. at that point, is it really an album? And but then again, you also are you in the creative space to put together a full, you know, it, there's like this weird balancing act that kind of goes on. So I 100% understand. So it's like singles, and then as things kind of come together, it'll be EPLP, you know, like whatever it is. So, yeah. Uh, um, so obviously, as we're recording this, uh, I think we mentioned it, but you just got done playing a show. How often are you uh, playing shows right now? Is that something you're doing pretty consistently or is it like every once in a while? Yeah. um, So music is what I do full time. I'm a full time touring artist, so I'm pretty much on the road every weekend. Um, I play probably between 10 and 15 shows a month. Um, By the end of the year, I will have probably well over maybe close to 200 shows under my belt um it's my favorite part of what i do um i love touring i love being on the road and meeting new people and going to new places so i purposely (laughs) keep myself busy because i just love it so much and even this month i think like oh my gosh i had a each week had at least two to three shows um and i just had my last show of the month and um i'm I'm ready for a little vacation (laughs) because i've I've been going hard for six months just crazy and which i love and i'm super blessed to do but sometimes you gotta reset and allow yourself to just be like hey you've been working hard it's time to to have a little little bit of a break (laughs) i almost feel like you did it intentionally that it would be fourth of july weekend well, you know, it wasn't intentional, but it kind of landed in like the perfect sweet spot because I love a Fourth of July and yeah. um, I'm going to Mexico. So oh, like, nice. I'm really excited to just kind of have a month to just chill and, you know, reevaluate things and get my head back into the right space. And that's cool. I'm still writing a ton this month. Yeah. So July is going to be a crazy month of rights. So yeah. I'm still working. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. It, well, I think just as an artist, if you're not always being inspired by something, then like, are you really like not? Are you taking it seriously? But it's like, yeah. To me, it's like I walk down the street and it's like, oh hey, that's a story. Like, what's this? You know, it just like right. the inspiration is there. Oh, um, so you, you're gearing up for a nice chill July. Um, how or how far out do you usually travel as far as like when you're touring are you coming to like as far out to like texas or are you kind of staying in kentucky nashville or kentucky tennessee in that area so um in the past we've kind of just stayed close by so it was you know hitting all of kentucky my home state mm. my new home tennessee yeah. um Last year we went to Florida and we're trying to go back to Florida um, this fall. Um, I was just in Missouri um, 
in May. So we're working on another um, Missouri tour. Um, we're working on a South Carolina tour. Nice. Um, I've been trying to get to Texas so, yeah. so I want to go so bad. And I have so many people asking me when I'm coming down there. So we're trying to make that work. Yes. Um, this year, a big goal for me was to just get out more, mm -hmm. travel to new states and new cities. Um, so I think we're, I think we're going to be able to do that. And um, we've done it so far. Um, we've started to get out to, you know, new places, which is super exciting for me as an artist um, and to just, you know, meet, meet more fans and build that, build that brand and build that fan base. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and then for anybody that wants to check out your social media, your music, any, uh, catch a show, whatever it is, uh, where's the best place to find you? Yeah. So, um, the best place to go is my website. It's taylorhughesmusic.com. Um, my tour schedule is on there and I keep it up to date several months in advance. So nice. you, can, you guys can know where, where I'm going to be. And, um, I always say if there's somewhere I haven't been and y'all want me to come to it, send me a message, then we'll figure out how to get, you know, get a tour or a show or something yeah. like that. Um, I'm obviously on Instagram and Facebook. Those are both Taylor Hughes music. Um, I'm on Twitter but all of my socials can be found on my website um and i send out a monthly newsletter um just the beginning of the month it's not super spammy or anything like that but uh sure. when you subscribe to the website you're the first to know um new music's coming mm -hmm. merch tour um yeah. if i've been featured in a magazine or something like that right. so i always say that's the best thing to do first for sure for sure it's I think that's a lot of things that musicians kind of under underestimate is the power of having that website with the newsletter, yeah. because yes. the first thing I learned in marketing class is the most valuable information is the email and the phone number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause like, like, well, the world that we live in now, like one of your social medias could be like hacked. And like, if mm -hmm. that's the only way you have connections to your fans, yeah. how do you get to them? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like if, an email, like it's such a, like, strong way to yeah. connect it and to stay in touch so yeah. i'm always like give me your email <laughs> right the, the social media hacking is so scary because yeah, i know just the way it's so easy for them to do it's like yes. I, I i had a guy that messaged me he was friends with me on facebook he's like hey i need your phone number and i'm like um um and then he was trying to steal my yeah my facebook i'm like yeah good thing i didn't give him my phone number because exactly. that would have been bad so. You have to be scary about things that you open, like in your mail, like the messages and stuff like that. And like, I'm always like over like analyzing things. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know about this. <laughs> like, right, right. You that's, know? that's why I stopped sending, like when I reached out to musicians about whether it's the radio show, the podcast, whatever, I used to include links to my website, be like, hey, if you're interested or whatever. And then I talked to a few people, they're like, yeah, luckily we knew who you were. So we kind of trusted that this wasn't sketchy. But yeah. when you send them like a Wix short form and it's like Wix dot whatever, it just looks super sketchy. And I'm right. like, yeah. I gotcha. Okay, fair. So, yeah. well, well, I think we're all kind of learning like how to identify those kinds of things. Yeah. And um, I had a girlfriend in the music industry that her Facebook got hacked and yeah. she had this huge following and she yeah. had she did a total rebrand because yeah. they took over everything. Yeah. So like, and I know the, all the issues she had to go through for that. So like, it's scary. You have to yeah. be careful about that stuff. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
But once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It was an absolute blast. Chilling. 